Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together, verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragements with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll put it together for you. So let's get started. We're in Psalm 27 today. We're going to be doing 27 and 28. These are two great prayers um, and not only show David's heart for the Lord, but it also shows the Lord's heart for David and the Lord's heart for all of us. So really, really cool um, to to learn more about the nature of God, but also the nature of David as he was seeking um, God, God's heart, a great example to us. Um, so we are diving deep into this relationship now, and we're diving deep into David's prayer life. So verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So David's heart is dwelling on God's provision. This is a really famous verse. It is a verse, I think, that probably speaks to all of us. Um, It's talking about the fact that we don't have anything to fear at all when the Lord is, is, uh, is in our life. The Lord will protect us. He's our, and we just got through saying the Lord is our shepherd, you know, he's our good shepherd. He's our great shepherd. He's our chief shepherd. Um, and the Lord is all about protecting us. Um, so it, it speaks about the light uh, the Lord's qualities being the light in our life, being the love in our life and being our life itself. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of course, uh, we see this reference to light um, many places, but in the New Testament, in, in like in First John, um, it, chapter one, verses five, it says, "This is the message we have heard from Him and proclaim to you that God is light, and in Him there's no darkness at all. He's the light of the world. His light, His word, lights up a dark world." Of that has sin and basically death. It's sin and death, and it's, it's like the Lord's word is like light in a dark room. If we, and then in verse seven, if we walk in the light as He is light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we walk in the light, if we are led by God. In verse nine, if 
if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So again, this um, cleansing of us, uh, forgiveness, um, that's our salvation. So again, this one little verse unpacks the whole gospel message that First John's talking about, and it's really explaining the whole gospel message right there. It's pointing to what's the, the promise that we have, uh, our faith in Jesus Christ. That's it. That's all we have to do. If we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us and cleanse us. So again, I'll read it again. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Again, the salvation speaks to his love for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's John 3.16. So God is a light into the world. He's a salvation for the world. You don't have anything to fear. He's the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Verse 2, when evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. When danger comes around, we don't have anything to be afraid of. Verse 3, though an an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. Again, we have this Confidence in the Lord in times when there's fear around us. God's provision for us is Jesus Christ. His word is our provision. Jesus Christ is our provision. Um, We have all we need. You know, our faith in Jesus is all we need. And we think we don't have stuff, you know. God has given you life and light in your world in abundance. And God's provision and protection is all you need, especially in times of trouble. One thing in verse 4, one thing I've asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Woo! Look at David. He's praying like this. He's asking for one thing. How many things do you ask for? When you pray, you probably, I probably, we all ask for a bunch of stuff. You know, oh, give me this, give me that. He's asking for one thing, that he can live in the house of the Lord forever, all the days of his life. To gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and inquire in his temple. That's David's single mind, single heart, single purpose, to know the Lord. Isn't that that a beautiful prayer right there? You know, that's so instructive and encouraging for us when we pray, pray with a single purpose, that it's God's provision, God's plan, God's timing to know the Lord, to follow the Lord. And you're praying not only for today, you're praying for all eternity. Verse 5, for he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the rock of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now, verse 6, my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. In times of trouble, God is telling you that he is your shelter. He will hide you from from evil. 
and he will lift you on his rock, his word. He is your salvation. He is your stronghold. And he will lift you up above your enemies. What does David feel like he's doing when he's surrounded? He's going to be praising the Father. He's going to be praising God. He's thankful. Not only thankful in his prayer life, he's worshiping with song. You know, that's where David's heart is. You know, God's provision for him in his life. That produces joy in our lives, in David's life. This is not a small gift. You know, this is not a, a piece of candy. This is major a major gift because it is the Jesus Christ has sacrificed himself for us. You know, so when we praise, we are praising that sacrifice. And we're offering, we don't have to offer sacrifices back to the, for God in heaven, like by, by sacrificing an animal anymore. Jesus has been that sacrifice for us. But David is offering sacrifices with shouts of joy. That's his offering. So we don't have to offer an animal in sacrifice. Now he's offering his praise. That is your New Testament sacrifice. Because the the price has already been paid for your death penalty and mine. In verse 7 now, he's sort of going into full prayer mode here. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, O Lord, do I seek. Very personal prayer here. He said, you know, this is a picture of God wanting us to seek him. God says, seek my face. God wants his children to come to him. Even Jesus said, Let not, don't hold back the little children from coming to me. Let the little children seek me. You got a father in heaven who loves you today. You got a father in heaven who today, if you don't know him, he wants you to know him. He wants you to seek him. He doesn't want you to seek his his toes, or his backside. He doesn't want you to seek just just a word here or there. He wants you to seek his face. He wants you to know him personally. What did David say? David say, he says, Lord, your face do I seek. He is trying to seek the face of God. When you and I pray, are you praying to seek the face of God? Hide your face, verse 9. Hide your face. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me. So he's saying, um, you know, when David sinned before, David had sinned too. When David fell into sin, he knows how it felt when God hid, him, hid himself from him. When we're not uh, walking in the light, when we're not walking the way God wants us to, God's not going to be around. 
God's not like a grandfather Santa Claus kind of thing where, you know, he just is the candy man. He gives us stuff anytime we ask for it, no matter what we do. No, I mean, God will not be mocked. I mean, he's a righteous judge. So if, if, uh, if we're not walking in the light, if we fall into sin, <clears throat> we, have to, we have to be careful. You know, now we're under grace now through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. So we can fall. But you know what we have to do? We have to get back up just like a little child learning to walk. And, you know, where it says in Galatians chapter five, you know, we're, you know, for those who walk in the spirit, you got to walk by the spirit. So if we're walking in the light, if we're walking in the spirit, God knows we're still going to have trouble. That's what David's praying for right now. Help me in times of trouble. He knows. But if we fall down, we get back up. We're in the Spirit. We stay in the Spirit. So we don't, we don't you know, leave the Spirit. Because if we, if we don't seek His face, you know, if, if we don't seek His face, then he's, we're not going to see His face. He will be away from us. And uh, in verse 10, so if people, my father and mother, if they let me down, the Lord will take me in. If folks around you are letting you down today and you kind of feel like you're left out or you're all by yourself or you're all alone, you know, or the world doesn't understand you or, you know, you're just this weird person and just, you know, you don't know how anybody can understand you, the Lord will. The Lord will take you in. There's nobody too weird or too crazy or too um, strange or too misunderstood or too big a sinner or too hopeless or helpless. The Lord will take you in. You think your life's over? Jesus Christ has already died for you. You know, you think you're ready to die yourself? Well, Jesus already died. You think you were rejected? Jesus was already rejected. He was rejected for you. You think your friends let you down? Jesus didn't let you down. Jesus was let down by his friends. Jesus knows Jesus Christ went through all the emotions you could ever go through. You think you were let down by somebody who loved you and now you're depressed? Jesus was already let down by many people who loved him. He was sad, but he didn't fall into depression. But he knows sadness. He was a man of sorrows. Verse 11, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path. Because of my enemies, give me not up. To the wall of, to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. He's closing out this prayer, saying, "Teach me, Lord, and lead me, Lord, and don't give me up." Or don't give me up to the will of my adversaries. He's, he's praying a forward prayer. He wants to be taught. He wants to be led. Just like the good shepherd teaches the sheep, teach me, Lord, lead me on a level path. A level path, that's the path of God's word. 
It's a level path. It's a strong foundation. Because there's people all around that are ready to let you down. They breathe violence. They're wicked people. This world is a dark place. It doesn't have light in it. There's only one stronghold of your life. That's the Word of God. That's your Father in Heaven. And He believes that He shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's what, is that what you believe? Is that what you're praying for? That in the land of the living, you've got eternal life. You, you will dwell in the house of the Lord and you will look upon His face. You will look upon His goodness. That is the purpose that God has for you. That's the plan God has for you. That's what your life's direction is. And David says you've got to wait. Wait for the Lord's timing. That's not yours just to say, hey, I'm ready now, I'm ready to, hey, I'm, I'm upset with you now, Father, because I'm not getting what I want. I don't have eternal life. I don't have, everything is not beautiful and perfect for me right now. Right now, you're living in this world. Jesus has already come and sacrificed himself so that you have access to God. You can seek God's face now, but you're doing so through your faith. And when you have to rely on the Lord, when you have to wait on the Lord, when you have to, to be strong of faith and lean on His words and wisdom, what do you do? You honor Him. You honor God. That's your sacrifice to Him. You can sacrifice with shouts of joy. That's what David did. Make melody to the Lord. It doesn't matter. If you're surrounded by the world, surrounded by enemies of the world, surrounded by the mediocrity of the world, surrounded by the apathy of the world, nobody cares about the Lord. The Lord is the light of this world. David's saying, wait on the Lord. Do that with your faith. and your, Be strong and let your heart take courage. Because when you wait on the Lord, when you let the Lord be your salvation, when you let the Lord be your stronghold, you don't have anything to fear. Back to verse 1. You don't have anything to be afraid of. The Lord is your salvation. Wait on that salvation. Tremendous, tremendous prayer. 27, now we're going to 28. Verse 1 to you is kind of a continuation when you think about it. It's talking about, in 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. In verse twenty, in chapter 28, the Lord is my strength and my shield. These are characteristics of our Father in heaven, uh, of our Savior Jesus Christ. <clears throat> so we learn more about the nature of God as we dive into David's heart, as he seeks God's heart. We have this relationship Verse 1, to you, O Lord, I call my rock. Be not deaf to me, lest if you be silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. So in other words, Father, hear my prayer, because if you don't hear my prayer, I'm, I am going down to death. When the Lord you know, is silent at times, when we are walking in sin, just like David walked in sin, David knows what it's like <clears throat> To be walking in sin and, and feeling like God is, he is not close to God. He has abandoned God. And it's a terrible feeling because now you're in darkness again. 
Verse 2, hear the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cry to you for help, when I lift up my hands towards your most holy sanctuary. So when we pray sometimes for God, we are under God's grace, we are under God's mercy. For us, Jesus Christ has died and has sacrificed himself for us. But we still pray. We pr- what do we do in times of trouble? Or, or what do we do when we fall down? Back in Galatians, again, chapter 5, when we're talking about walking, by the, walking in the Spirit, we walk by the Spirit. When we fall, when we fall into sin or when we stumble and fall, the little child who's walking by the Spirit, in step with the Spirit, that's literally translated as one who's walking, falling, and getting back up. Just like a child learns to walk. We are learning to walk. We're, we're learning to walk um, in the light. In the Spirit. Because as we learn to walk, we're becoming more and more like the nature of God. David prays for help by lifting his hands up towards towards heaven itself. Verse 3, Do not drag me off with the wicked, with the workers of evil who speak peace with their neighbors while evil is in their hearts. You know, these are hypocrites right there. Give to them according to their work and according to the evil of their deeds. You know, you sow what you reap, folks. Uh, Give them according to the work of their hands. Render them their due reward because they do not regard the works of the Lord or the works of his hands. He will tear them down and build them up no more. You know, this is the king of Israel. He is the chief of everything. He's like the president of the country. And the president here is saying, you know, I'm not even going to try to judge these people. the, 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 The proper judgment is the Lord's judgment. So David's crawling, calling out for the Lord to take care of him. He's not trying to judge them. Verse 6, Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my pleas for mercy. This is like his prayer actually to begin with. Like if David's in trouble, he's praying to his Lord, his rock, the foundation, the single thing. Remember his single purpose. David's single purpose was to dwell in the house of the Lord. So when he's in trouble, he's calling out for mercy. And then the second part of this prayer is he feels like his prayer is is heard. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my pleas for mercy. Verse 7, the Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exults and with my song I give thanks to him. The Lord is is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. In verse 9, O save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. This is this continuation of this shepherd analogy. We talked about the good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd. We're kind of we've been talking about what it is to sort of like be a sheep now and how we pray and how we're following the shepherd, how we're walking with the shepherd, how we're walking in the light, we're walking along straight paths, we're being led, we're being taught. And when we need him, we call to our Lord, we call to our rock, we call to our salvation. And we don't have to do so in fear, we do so with good courage. We do so with good confidence. 
And the, David's confidence is that his Lord, his rock, will hear his voice. And you may not get the answer when you want it. That's what he's talking about in verse, chapter 27, verses 14. Wait on the Lord. Be strong. Let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. So when you pray, don't let your faith be a feeling. Don't let your faith be all about, well, you know what? I'm praying. I feel like I'm praying to thin air. Nobody's hearing me. David's saying, God will hear your prayers. 28, verse 6. Blessed be the Lord. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my pleas for mercy. God is going to hear your pleas. But the answer may be on God's timetable. So wait on the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. In verse 7 again, the Lord is my strength and my shield, my heart. Very personal prayer here. You know, this is a power prayer here. The Lord is my shield and my strength. My strength, that's where you get your power from, right? Are you strong today? We're talking Psalm 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength. Where do you get your strength from today? Are you a powerful person? Or do you feel like you've got power in your life? Well, David's strength was from the Lord. That's where your strength can come from too. He says the Lord is my strength. It's not strength for everybody. It's His strength. It's power and my protect my shield. So the Lord, this is the, the Lord is His power. The Lord is His protection. Okay, in Him, my heart trusts. This is a very personal thing. This is his power, his protection, and this is his personal promise. He is personally trusting in what has been promised from God the Father, that he will help you. This is his power, his protection. This is his personal promise that he will be helped. And I and my heart exults, and with my song, I give praise. This is his personal promise, and it is also his personal praise. The Lord, verse 8, the Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. Again, this is his power, not only to David now, but of all his people, the Lord is paid. This is the power. This is your strength. It is my strength. It was David's strength. The Lord, he is the saving refuge of his anointed. The saving refuge. Isn't that amazing? Two words. Your saving refuge. This is your salvation. In the Word of God, he's, he keeps talking about through all the songs that He is your salvation. He is your stronghold in times of trouble. He is your refuge. He is your rock. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. This is verse 9. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. He is your salvation and bless your heritage. Bless the people. Bless your offspring. Your heritage is adoption as sons and daughters.
God wants to know you personally. God wants you to be saved. And through the through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, you are now adopted as sons and daughters into the family of God. That's your heritage. That's your new inheritance through Jesus Christ. Be their shepherd. Our Lord is our good shepherd and carry them forever. The good shepherd is there to protect you and he will even carry you in times of trouble. Just like a shepherd picks up a sheep that is ill or that has been entangled in the snares of the thicket and the thorns. What uh, Two beautiful um, psalms, so encouraging if you just let your heart dwell on what they're talking about. Um, again, uh, chapter 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. And 28, the Lord is my strength and my shield. What two encouraging songs uh, of these psalms are for you. So I hope this was helpful and encouraging. Um, and um, this is where I turn over the podcast uh, to Matali, uh, who's also podcasting this in Zambia. So I can't wait to hear Matali. So uh, for me, um, God bless you, and I'll see you next time. Hello. So today's teaching is coming from Psalms chapter 27 and chapter 28. So my main highlight today was um, as Christians today, we're living in a, um, a constantly complex and busy and complicated life. And um, we should work at making our focus on on God. Um, as David had written in um, Psalms 27, chapter 4, he had written, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. So David wanted access to God. So as Christians today, we should always seek access to God. We should have confidence in God and seek access to God. When we are justified by faith, we have peace in the Lord. And um, this is what we should focus on. So today's teaching... Um, is divided into two parts. So um, in in chapter 27, so there's a provision that God makes for the encouragement and confidence um, of his own. That's from verse 1 to verse 6 and verse 7 onwards to verse 14 um, is a prayer for sustenance. So um, verse 1 of chapter 27 reads the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid so this particular uh, verse um, looks at the lord being my strength the lord being my light So it talks about me and him. So that's the Lord, myself, and um, and the Lord. Um, So the Lord is my light, my my salvation, my strength. I shall fear no one. So if if we look at um, if we go to John, um, 
in um first john it talks about um god being the um god is is the is light love and life so god's word is the light it's the light to the pathway of our life um so this particular verse focuses on these three things that god should be to us god is our strength god is our god is life um he provides eternal life and god is is love um so if we seek god and we have confidence in god um we will have um peace and joy our cup will overflow with joy verse 2 reads when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh my enemies and foes foes they stumbled and fell so verse 2 david is looking back on his life um the hard life that he had it was full of trials and tribulations and um david even when david was starting out as a young shepherd boy he faced um so many um hurdles in his life and um he he's just being grateful to god um that god is his um strength and light and um lights up the pathway of of his life verse 3 reads though an army may encamp against me my heart shall not fear though war may arise against me um in this i will be confident so david is looking at um again the confidence he has in god no matter what may come our way like today as christians if we have confidence in god yes we do face like um we do have like fears that we 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 um we ha- naturally have as human beings that we face um but always we should always remember as christians to always have um confidence in god because um god is our savior he's our strength he's our rock he's our lighthouse um so verse um moving on to verse 4 one thing i have desired of the lord that i will seek that i may dwell in the house of the lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the lord so this this for me was my focal point like david david wanted access to god um he, he after um all the years um of of him starting from a shepherd boy to being um the king of um israel he he wanted to just basically focus on the lord and have access to the lord verse 6 is a praise where he says and now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me therefore i will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle so this was in the temple um this was david was praising god as in you know he will look up in the midst of all his enemies and god will 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 hear him um i will sing yes i will sing praise to the lord so verse 7 um is a prayer that's um <clears throat> and it reads hear o lord when i cry with my voice have mercy also upon me and answer me when you said seek my face verse 8 um reads when you when you said seek my face my heart 
said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. So this is, 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 is a prayer that David is saying. The Lord says, um, seek my face I will, and I will seek your face. Um, the Lord says, um, I, I, I want conversation with you. And David is responding, I will have conversation with you. Um, so we're supposed to seek the Lord's face. We're supposed to have conversation. God wants to, to wants us to turn to him and, um, he will, he, God will, will provide, um, you know, will, God will provide, um, shelter for us. Um, God will, will protect us from our enemies. Um, and, um, God has a mercy seat. If we go to him, um, <clears throat> he will, <clears throat> God has a lot of mercy to go around. If we seek him, if, if we, we ask for forgiveness, um, there is a mercy seat. Um, David went back to the tabernacle in the mercy seat um, and um, he offered his prayers to God. Verse um, 8 reads, When you said, Seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Verse 9, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. Um, you have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. O Lord, my salvation. So David is merely acknowledging um, that what happens when, when, um, when God um, turns his face away from you. Um, God has a longing for us. Um, you know, he wants to have a relationship with us. Um, he, God loves us so much um, that he seeks, um, he seeks us to, to have a relationship. He seeks us in order for us to actually have, he's waiting for us. He's seeking us in order for us to have a relationship with us because of that love. He sent his only son to, to die for us on the cross. That's how much God loves us. Um, we have a resurrected savior and um, it's so easy to go to God. So um, David knew what it was like when God turns his face away from you. You, you have, you lose your joy, you lose your peace. Um, Moving on to verse 10, um, it says, Had my mother and my father forsaken me, the Lord will take care of me. So no matter, no matter what circumstance you face, no matter who turns away from you, be it your parents, um, the Lord will never leave or forsake us. Verse 11 reads, Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path because of my enemies. So... Um, David wants testimony before his enemies. I mean, God will, if we seek God's face and we seek to have a conversation and a relationship with God, God will never abandon us. And um, we, our enemies won't, won't torment us. Um, verse 12 reads, Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries, for false witness have risen against me, and such as... And such as breath out violence. So um, David is 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 um, is merely um, he's he's praying to God and and saying, "Don't deliver me at the will of of don't don't let me be at the mercy of 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 men." 
So let let us not be at the mercy of men like in today's life as, as, as Christians. You know, let us be at the mercy of God. Man is man. He, he was created by God. Um, let's seek the face of God and just be at God's mercy because um, God has a lot of mercy going around. So um, verse 12, verse 13 looks at the goodness of the Lord. Um, and it reads, I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the, li of the living. So David is, is, is looking at how good the Lord has been to him um, through all his trials and tribulations. Um, he was faithful to God and, and, and God was faithful to him. And God protected him. God gave him peace and joy. Um, despite all the enemies, David had a thousand enemies around him. He had the Philistines were around him. The King Saul was, was, was after him. Um, his own son Absalom was after him, but, um, he believed in God and he turned to God and he's, his his God's goodness showed God has, mer God had mercy. So wait, the last verse, that's verse 14 reads, waits on the Lord, be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. So David is merely telling us to to wait on the Lord. Um, we should have good courage. Uh, we should have confidence in God. Wait on the Lord. So Psalms 28 mm, was a cry for prayer, for judgment um, upon the enemies um, of deliverance. So David was, was crying um, to the Lord um, for judgment upon all his enemies. So I'll just read through um, the entire chapter. That's um, from verse 1. It reads, To you I will cry, O Lord, my rock. So God is our rock. Um, if we look at um, the Psalm of Moses, Moses uh, speaks of um, when he was crossing the Red Sea. God was his rock. God, like a rock is a stable place. So God is our rock. God is our, is our, um, he's our um, lighthouse. God is our tower. God is our... God is our stability. Um, so I'll go on to read. Do not be silent to me, least if you are silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the voice of my supplications when I cry to you, when I lift up my hands towards your holy sanctuary. So he is crying to the Lord for, um, for justice um, against his enemies. Verse 3 goes on to read, Do not take me away with the wicked and with the workers of inequality who speak peace to their neighbors, but evil is in their hearts. Give them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them according to the work of their hands. Render to them what they deserve because they do not regard the works of the Lord nor the operations of his hands. He shall destroy them and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, because he has heard the voice of my supplications. So he is praising the Lord like God has heard his prayer. Um, God has protected him from his enemies. Um, despite all odds being against him, God was still on his side. So if, if um, um, who can be against us if God is for us? The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him, and I 
I'm helped. So he believed in God as being his shield, his strength, his light. Um, God lit up his pathway um, of life. We have a resurrected Savior. Um, therefore, my heart greatly rejoices, and when my song, and with my song, I will sing, praise Him. The Lord is their strength, and He is the saving refuge of His anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Shepherd them also and bear them up forever. So um, this was merely a prayer um, for judgment upon his enemies. So the Lord is our rock and um, God hears and answers prayers. God is power, God is mighty and protection. So if we believe in the Lord, we have courage and confidence in the Lord. Um, the Lord will surely not turn his face away from us. The Lord will protect his own. So yes, my main take today was focus on the Lord and stay blessed. Thank you for listening. God bless and bye-bye.